The views and opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the author and any content provided by the hosts or the guests of this podcast are based on their own opinions and upon information that they consider accurate or reliable. It should not be relied upon as such. The content should be only considered for entertainment purposes only. Thanks. Get your smoke on, I'll get your chill on, let's get these conversations on, crawling on moms, and anybody who's living life, the Pop Moms Podcast is here, talking all things cannabis, with a mama twist, like a freshly rolled hemp joint, infused with a bit of that, a bit of this, it's all part of the experience of life, thanks for tuning in, you ready to begin, then welcome to the PMP, Pop Moms Podcast. Oh, hey there. Fancy meeting you here. Welcome to the Pop Moms podcast. What you're enjoying at a fast speed is me realizing partway into the intro that I had not been getting any audio on our amazing guest. Don't worry, we were able to recap everything that we talked about, except for Ambie's amazing and cute dog, whom she rescued with her partner from a heap of recycling. Love at first sight, I swear. Things don't always go right while recording, but we appreciate so much Ambie's grace and allowing us to go ahead and uh, and shoot things again because, hey, uh, you know, things don't always go right, but we really appreciate that. And I won't waste any more time heading over to the interview because it is like her hair fire. Cannabis is making its way into so many aspects of our daily lives. You can take gummies. You can use it in your morning moisturizer routine. You can give some to your dog after a walk, put some in your smoothie, even put on a face mask with CBD. And that brings us right about to 8.15 a.m., before my usual wake and bake. We've got a really cool guest today. Her name is Ambie, and she's from Ambien Co. I have admired her from afar, and then eventually just asked if she was interested in speaking some more. So enjoy this interview, and enjoy learning about Ambie. Keep blazing, stay amazing. So first, let's meet Ambie. We just lost a bunch of audio, so this is our second go at it. But we're all a work in progress, so I'm really hopeful that we'll be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. And it'll be even better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second time's the charm, right? That's the thing. Well, we're going to go with a second and just really hope for the best. We are not we doing this the third time. <laughs> So this is Ambie, and she is our new favorite stoner nail lady. I would definitely <laughs> say that you you occupy that rank now, and you just got an amazing haircut, which we're super super obsessed with, mm-hmm. which is really really fun. Honest to God, I there was like a minute where I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do it too. I'm just gonna cut my hair into a bowl cut." Because I was like, "You just like you were you look so happy, and you were just like so into it." So it was. Oh my God. Well, here's my quick campaign for getting a bowl cut because I was really struggling with how to grow out my hair. And I figured like if I just undercut the bottom half of my head 
and then just grow this out, like, I'll never have to worry about it being, like, messy. <laughs> like, it's always going to be a cute haircut as long as I know how to shave the sides of my head, which I do. We know that I do. Yeah. Oh <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I have. When I did um, shave the underneath, that's what's growing out right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just I just shaved um, the side and the back of my roommate's head. And so I used to have my side shaved too, and then I grew that. I don't have enough hair. It's too little. There's not. I mean, there's a lot of it, but it's not thick enough for that. (laughs) The other day, like my hair was this big, and Kate was like, "You have so much hair." I was like, "I know." Like it's like a whole. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay, so let's learn a little bit more about you. So, who are you, and um, what's your favorite color? (laughs) All right. So I feel like I have two favorite colors. Um, it's between turquoise, but I feel like it ha- it's like that very specific, like between green and blue turquoise and, <coughs> excuse me, and mustard yellow. Cause I feel like mustard yellow is like my new love, right? <laughs> so good. But um, I really gravitate towards anything in like the blue green realm if you like look around my house, <laughs> it's everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. If, yeah. Mine's been green for a while. I just like a, a fresh mode grass green. Ooh, so, yeah. Which we're getting into I that time this. of year, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's going to start looking real pretty. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Mine's been pink. I went through it when I was little. You like, pink? No. <laughs> Pink, black, and green, but like pink mostly. But when I was little, I went through a phase where I would only eat pink foods. So my mom was like, What? Yeah. I wouldn't eat anything else that was pink. And like, my mom would show me like pork, like when it was wrong. She's like, It's pink, it just turns white because it's magic. So then I'm like, Okay, I'll eat that. (laughs) You're like, Fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But my poor mother, she also like enabled it because she like catered to it. That's (laughs) right. So you she have... probably was like, my kid's weird, and I like that. <laughs> so she's like, she's a pain in the ass, but it's either that or she throws a fit. So like, pathetic <laughs> <use resistance. laughs> Yeah, that totally works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you are a self-proclaimed. You started smoking later in life. Can you tell us like yes. what made you kind of start, and I guess how you like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell that story again. <laughs> it's so good. I never heard it. <laughs> it's so good. And that's why I was just like, oh, my God. I feel like if we keep bringing it up, we will feel less bad about it. Totally. It's the destigmatization through technical yes, difficulties. Yes, normalize it. <laughs> um, well, I, as I said, I was like super square and straight edge in high school so I didn't drink any alcohol or do any drugs um and I maybe smoked weed a couple times in my 20s um like on a camping trip or two but I didn't start smoking weed regularly until I was 30 and had started dating my ex who was like the first stoner I'd ever dated that sounded fun at the time. So, um, yeah. Um, and let me back up. So I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 20. And so for about 10 years, I was really struggling 
with like what diet was going to work for me. And I was on a bunch of different medications and like steroids and like nothing that really, you know, like made me feel normal. And, um, I noticed after about three months of smoking weed daily, regularly, that the symptoms that I had had, like almost every day of my life for the last 10 years, like I wasn't having them anymore. And, um, yeah, it was the craziest thing. And so I did some research and I found out about cannabis being an anti-inflammatory, which is really what like colitis boils down to is inflammation and um of course we know like the benefits it has like combating anxiety and uh a a lot of autoimmune diseases are directly correlated with anxiety Mm -hmm. and stress and like emotional distress so um yeah it kind of was a no-brainer i kind of feel like it saved my life a little bit (laughs) Oh my God, it's so crazy. I mean, it's so awesome. Um, I was just talking to a friend of mine, like, I'm glad that you um, mentioned the anxiety, the role that anxiety plays in these um, ailments or diseases is, so in Ohio, medicinal marijuana was legalized, but they mm-hmm. left anxiety off the list of... Um, you had one job, right? Wow. So yeah. I have a right? really good friend who's, you know, she was trying to get um, a medicinal, like, card because she has such bad anxiety and also like um, other like issues that um, keep her from being able to sleep through the night like if she falls asleep and the only thing that works for her are gummies that um, like Kevin's gummies that we send so she uh-huh. so she was like this is ridiculous and I was like that's like the number one thing that yeah. it, uh, like cures or like helps you know how yeah. could you leave that off because like you said it that is like the jumping like diving board for all these other like autoimmune diseases you know so yeah because anxiety isn't just anxiety and it doesn't just affect like your mental health Mm -hmm. it it literally affects your physical health Mm -hmm. directly but nobody tells you that you know what i mean like i'm learning things right now too because i'm like oh wow that sounds a lot like me and i have anxiety and that's one of the things that i use cannabis for but like Mm -hmm. to hear that because I always complain about my digestion. Like, so I'm just like, oh. Yeah, and like, because people don't think, like doctors are very good at like, if it's something wrong with your like digestive system, it's something you ate or something that's functioning here, not something that's happening here that is causing stress right. into your system. You know, right. like, Or just... even the opposite. Like there's a lot of studies being done about how there's more signals that are sent from your stomach to your brain than from your brain to your stomach Mm. and how much serotonin is produced in the gut and how like what Mm -hmm. we put in our bodies affects our brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Like everything was made to work together, right? Homeostasis. Yeah. 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 It's so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And figuring out how to achieve that. But it's like, it's scary. And especially when like, you don't know, and you've been dealing with something for 10 years, you know what I mean? Like you get that diagnosis. I think like you just are like, okay, well, this is something I'm going to have to deal with my whole life. You know, that's like, yeah, it's so crazy. And then like right at their fingertips is something that works really well and has helped so many people, you know? Are there any specific, like, strains that you particularly go to or any sort of, like, terpenes that you're like, this works really, really well, like, for me, for managing my UC? Um, 
You know, not really, like, because I have had little to no symptoms for the last five years, I feel like I'm just like, weed work. Everything works. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's more so because I do struggle between, like, um, as most people do, like, that line between anxiety and depression, and I feel like that's where um knowing what works for me comes in handy like I I feel like because I'm also learning more about like my ADHD and executive Mm -hmm. dysfunction I'm learning like maybe (laughs) indica like isn't the best option for me like maybe sativa is more my friend because it keeps me moving and it keeps me active um and I feel like yeah even as I'm saying it I'm like it's not even I feel like yeah I shouldn't be smoking indica at all because it's not helping (laughs) it's funny finding out more about it and like how it impacts like how you smoke though too like that was a big thing for me I was almost the inverse like I still have to have I usually try to go hybrid now where I go like so it can calm me down in general and like make me slow down in general but not to your point so much that then I can't do things because then I get anxiety over not being able to do things. And then like <laughs> yeah. that spirals. Well, I'm like yeah. the opposite of both yeah, of us. I know. I like, and I had, and that's like, just goes to show like, I also have like really bad ADD. Like I'm, you know, well above the limit that like, they can prescribe you. Like they have to call my doctor every time I get my prescription filled, you know, like to confirm. But yeah. like, I would be much higher than that. I, what I need would be much higher than that if I didn't use cannabis. And for me, like if I, I like prefer indicas because I need to be slowed down a little bit because like oh, physically yeah. I may not be moving that fast, but like the things that are going yeah. through my head, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, so like kind of on the sporadic, you know, tendencies that some of us with ADD and ADHD, um, you know, have, like I lose interest in things quickly and I like changes and I like, you know, seeing different things. Um, I read that you started doing nails, like just because you decided to start doing nails someday, like, (laughs) and like you just really took to it. And I think that that's like a cool trait that, you know, us with, you know, ADD and ADHD is like the ability to hyper-focus into a career or, (laughs) you know, like something like that. So, I mean, like you're dubbed the stoner nail lady, which is just like freaking cool. Like, it's just so cool. Like, cause if you think about like, and again, maybe it's a stigma, right. But like in a lot of cases, like women who are getting their nails done are not necessarily the type who are like, I love weed, you know, like now I think a little bit more so, but like, I think that it was, it's a little bit of contrast, like just with that. So like, what made you want to start and how did you get, get involved? (laughs) Oh my God. So, you know, like when I, when I first started in nails, when I decided to get my license, I worked for almost four years in a hair salon and like I learned a lot about that culture Mm -hmm. and it was really hard for me um I feel like it really amped up my my physical insecurities being Mm -hmm. there every day Mm -hmm. um and it also just like I don't think it was like a safe place for someone to come in openly, like expecting or hoping for like safe friendships. 
And, and, you know, like, that's not to say that, like, every person there was, like, not a good person. I think it's just that, like, when you're in a salon environment, it really is, like, every man for himself. Like, everyone really is there, like, just trying to take care of themselves and, um, well, it's set up yeah, to be like hard. that, right? Because yeah, we rent well, booth space sometimes or whatever. It's not like a collaborative, right. like... No, it's not like this, this collaborative com- cannabis community that we all have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so when I eventually, like, left that space and started working from home, like, I had asked, like, my clientele, like, would you guys be comfortable coming and getting your nails done? at my home, which was pretty close to where I worked. And, and most people were like, I got like a good positive response and, and, um, it was good for a little bit. And, and then it just kind of like dropped off. Like, I feel like people, whether it was my location, like I kind of lived in like a weird area and like, I don't know what it was, but I, I kind of failed for a minute and I was like, wow, I don't know if I'm going to, be able to do nails anymore um and I took a job I had to like take a job in customer service and it was a nightmare (laughs) this was after like four years of basically like working for myself like rent you know and then being like micromanaged at like an insurance place that was just like shady it was so yeah it was so so bad and so you the question is like what made you want to like incorporate weed and nails it was literally being at this place where I hated this job so much and I hated like I had to jump through all these hoops like I had to get like fake pee to like take my drug (laughs) test and like you know, I just was so mad that people have to go through so much and, and most people do the smart thing and actually stop smoking weed before their drug test. <laughs> and like, no, there's too much and, you in, know, built into your how, system like, already. About, <laughs> yeah, just thinking about like how how much anxiety it caused because I was like, well, do I give up smoking weed and risk my health or do I put myself in this very stressful situation where I'm carrying fake pee on my thigh you know like it's it's terrible and it's terrible that people have to go through that Mm -hmm. um it's so shameful it's so like why are you inducing shame like I don't know I mean I mean yes like it shouldn't be the same measure of amount that you would have to get there you're trying to hide the fact that you've got like yeah, mess in your system. Or yeah, something, you know, yeah. like they're a little Absolutely. bit different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I feel like there was like this fire lit under me where by the time I was like ready to quit this place after doing all this stuff that just like made me feel terrible and this job made me feel terrible, it was just very much like a fuck the man feeling mm-hmm. where I was like, you know what? I I had moved to like this really cool part of town and I I really loved my space like I'd moved here and and I just like really loved this space it had a good energy I was really mad that's always a big part of my decision making I was mad <laughs> I write um, energy you need, yeah. that, you need the emotional like fire yeah. <laughs> and I was like you know what like I'm just gonna I just I feel like I do this so much in my life where I make a decision and it's a risk because I don't know if it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I just 
hope it is, or I, I have like blind ignorance. I think it will. Um, and it did. And I feel like it was a good idea. I knew it was a good idea. Like I'm working from home. I can do whatever I want. Like I'm going to offer, like, I feel like all the clients who wouldn't be okay with it had dropped off anyway. Right. So I was, I was just in this space of like, I was ready for a new community um, where I didn't have to like jump through these hoops. Mm -hmm. And I honestly had no idea that it would blow up like it did. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it just, it turns out there was a real need, especially for moms in the community Mm -hmm. um, to just come and fucking be themselves and not feel judged and like actually self-care they the way they wanted to self-care right yeah yeah that's the hardest part too and like I, I like you said it so eloquently you described it so well like and I think a lot of moms would rather be themselves in someone's living room than like have to go out to your point because like I feel like we feel a lot of pressure too I mean not like we but like we as like women and, and moms like feel a lot of pressure to like okay we're going out we have to not look like a mom or we need to you know wear you know whatever and like I definitely struggled with it for a while so I was like fuck it I don't care if I'm a mom or not I'm gonna wear what I want and I like kind of same with you like and it was right around 30 I was just like fuck it this is exhausting giving this many fucks it is. That's like you yeah. like for a decade like really figuring out like what you're what you like what you don't like who you are as a person mm-hmm. like the kind mm-hmm. of people you want in your life even you know and so like and then yeah like when you hit your 30s you're like okay like that's enough of that that's like plenty of that you know um yeah you know and it's just I think that like um like I personally, because I love nails, I love getting my nails done. I haven't gotten them done since COVID, and so I've been doing them myself. But like, I like grow my nails super long. Like I do, and, and I like, and there I do bite mine. An hour and a half will just be spending on my nails, you know. Like, and I do it real late night when I'm super baked. But like, when I did go get my nails done, I would like always get super baked because, like, for me, that is like I want to be completely relaxed. List out. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. now, like, having an option where I could do both instead of having to, like, you know, smoke really quick as I'm driving yeah. the salon and then go there because then if my high wears off, I'm like, mur, mur, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. It was so great. <laughs> <laughs> so you opened up as Whittier's first cannabis-friendly nail boutique. Did you have to, like, do anything differently? Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you have to do anything with, like, the regulations? Or is it just, like, no, like, you can smoke weed here? Like, how does (laughs) that... Yeah, like, I I laughed out loud at that question. Because, like, my my business is, like, or I was, because I haven't, you know, I haven't, like, started up again. Right. Um, So it was completely guerrilla. Like, I... Because, like, here's the thing... I I wasn't running a business out of my home. I was doing my friend's nails, friends nails for them. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. And like you're gonna do hours for us. <laughs> as soon as yeah. we can get to LA. Yeah. Once you're back open. <laughs> right. But not really um, open like open. <laughs> wait, what was that? I right, where's never teased. I was trying to make a joke about the non business <laughs> business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the non open open. <laughs> So, okay, so it's all word of mouth, so it's, like, but that's, like, a cool crew. You know what I mean? Like, I love when, like, someone who I, like, really like and admire then, like, introduces us to people who, like, they also feel the same way or, like, they're, like, I know you're going to get along with this person. And then you're, like, oh, my 
God, like you've already done the vetting for me and you've like talked me up probably better than I could have talked myself up. So like, this is yeah. really cool. But it's also like, I feel like stoners or like potheads or people who like, you know, are cannabis users are, there's the, like, you get really excited. Like we're like, oh, there's this salon, there's like a place you can get your nails done and you know, like enjoy cannabis. Like of course yeah. I tell everybody I know because it's super exciting. It's like, it's cool because the, industry itself or like like people who use cannabis i think there's just like a camaraderie around like mm -hmm. wanting to get more exposure to it and, and integrate into more like daily activities and when there's something that's yeah. popping up with that that you know hits those marks it's like whatever, steps right everyone. like first you like dip your toe in and you're like i smoke Mm -hmm. and then, and then yeah, you know what exactly. I mean then you you say it out loud to someone who's like oh yeah I smoke weed too and you're like okay cool like <laughs> not on an island anymore and then you're like you know what fuck it I'm just gonna open a business and we can smoke weed at it you know like I just like or it's yeah. done in the heart of it and and I think I think that's super cool mm -hmm. and like I mean it kind of it plays in with your aesthetic too like I love your aesthetic like what is one way like I, we talked about stopping giving fucks right and like there isn't necessarily like uh, equation for stopping to give fucks. It's kind of in like an eventual, right? So like, is there anything that you do where you're just like, no, I'm like strong and confident within like my aesthetic and the way that I like want things to look and how that plays into like your amazing designs, like within nails? Um, that's a good question. I think what comes to mind is I feel like, um, it's more recent, you know, it's funny, um, my last therapy session, my therapist brought this up and it kind of like caught me off guard because I was aware that I was like going on this journey in the last year, but I wasn't aware that he was aware. Like I wasn't aware that I had like talked Was that about transparent? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that transparent, but like he, he brought up, he was like, you know, we were talking about something else and he was like, you know, it's, it's kind of like this journey that you've been going on trying to figure out like what it means to like be a woman and what it means to be like feminine. And I was like, what? How did you know? Like good I'm like, I'm like sitting there with a bowl haircut. Like, how did you know? I was, I was trying to figure out like how I want to identify. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And I, think, That's like, and I, I felt very proud that like it was apparent to him because I think that is something that has been really important to me. Um, I want to say like, it, like, you know, in the pandemic, but like, it really is since like, I, I had like a pretty traumatic breakup that happened literally a month before lockdown. Thank oh my God. God. Thank goodness. Yeah. Like, really? Seriously, yeah. Can you imagine during? Crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but like, I like since then, like since getting out of that, I feel like my journey really has been like, owning like, whatever it is that makes me feel sexy, um, that it doesn't have to subscribe to, like, it doesn't have to be a red dress, mm -hmm. you know? And, then, and like, and that, that was a huge feeling I got when I shaved my head. Like, it was almost like this aha moment because I shaved my head and I kind of was like, I'm going to do this because it's going to take away this weird relationship I have with my hair it's going to like, it's going to like neutralize like my sexual identity. I had like all these weird thoughts about it. I shaved my head 
and I had never felt sexier in my life. I was just gonna say, you are like, feeling yourself. It's just like, so yeah. good. But like as women, like, we're we like uh-huh. very few women shave that you always have hair. So it's like exposing like a part of yourself that nobody gets to see ever. You know, so I, yeah. which I think is like super sexy and powerful. You know, like yeah. And I, if I could, if I knew my head wasn't lumpy. Like, if I could guarantee it's not, <laughs> then I would shave I my head, too, like, you know, but... <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it, because I've had every haircut, and I've had so many short haircuts, and I never, like, I always felt cute, I always felt quirky, but I always struggled to feel feminine, like, not even sexy, but, like, feminine when my hair was short, and, like, taking, like, the absence of hair... Just like that aha moment of like, this not only makes me feel sexy in my own skin, but it makes me feel more like a woman, mm-hmm. like more like however I'm identifying, whatever that is, like, it really kind of like helped me unpack like that whole like gender fluidity like this whole thing that we're learning about you know and I think that's been a really fun journey for me is like what do I want to look like today like do I want to be a cute boy like it I don't know it's just there's something so freeing in that that mm-hmm. I think also comes with being in your 30s yeah <laughs> well it's breaking I got to your point it's breaking out of the boxes and being able to be okay with like you know, I mean, like, I played sports. I had a bowl cut. I will, like, literally put a picture up here of my third grade bowl cut because the same thing. You know what I mean? I struggled with it. That's probably why I have, well, I th- I do really love my hair. But it's probably why it's because it's the most feminine thing about me. You know, like, we were, we're going to a drag show tomorrow night. No, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. And one of my friends is like, okay, what are you going to wear? And I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know. Like, I have hair, so yeah. I don't have to worry about what I wear. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's a part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I have to ask because I keep seeing it. What do you think about CBD nail polish? You know, it's funny. Like you say that, and I'm like, ooh, I want to have like a good take on this. But honestly, like you just having having gone to school for nails and being a professional nail technician. I gotta say, I don't really see the point. Thank you. I want to have a different. I want to have a different viewpoint because yes. of how much I love cannabis, and by putting it in everything, yeah. like again, hopefully we'll normalize it. But I feel like we're just going overboard. Now it's like, like what why? Are, it's, how? What? It's, it's just, not. Abs- yeah. I mean, I don't absorb benefit. any of the alcohol yeah. from like the. Um, the nail thing is, like, over. okay, yeah. yes, nails are porous. Yep. So the theory is like you're okay. I'm assuming you're not putting a base coat, mm-hmm. so you're just slapping that color with the CBD juice right on your mm-hmm. nail, and you're hoping that the CBD oil, which is what maybe one to five percent, if that, <laughs> of go. what you're putting on your nail, along with all the other chemicals that Reacts are probably well. going to cancel out the <laughs> CBD oil. Like you're hoping something absorbs into the nail. When it would just be way easier to absorb into the skin, which is much more porous than the nail. Lotions. Like it's just, the, which already it's, yeah, yeah. You're a gummy in your mouth. Yeah. 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 I know. I was like, why are we doing this? Like, why is this here? Yeah. It's kind of like, okay. I mean, 
<laughs> it's a bummer, yeah, because no it would be, because my first thought was like, ooh, that would be an easy thing for me to market. Like, right. I'll just make my own nail polish. And look, it has weed in it. But, like, I just, I couldn't, like, I couldn't keep my integrity because yeah. I'd be like, I don't know what to tell you guys. There's no benefit here. Like, yeah. well, don't you waste, just the, have don't waste the weed. Yeah. yeah, don't waste the weed. Yeah, don't waste the weed. <laughs> So when you work in an industry that just like provides others with like a consistent lane of self-love, like how do you make sure that you take care of yourself too? Oh, oh good question. <laughs> and it's, it, it can be that you don't because I mean, like again, I, I identify very closely with that. Yeah, it's hard. I, I think like I'm, I'm really hard on myself. I'm way too hard on myself when it comes to giving myself a break. And I think that comes with, like, I have worked for myself for the past, like, eight years now, including this free year. Um, And, like, it's, so it's this mixture of, like, I, working for myself, it's, like, you're constantly trying to grow. You're constantly, it almost feels like I'm constantly treading water a little bit. And then it's, like, this fear of, like, if my life doesn't look a certain way, my parents are going to be scared for me. And so, you know, it's Mm -hmm. that whole thing. Um, Oh, my God. I'm so stoned that I'm, like, forgetting the question. (laughs) No, but, like, I like what you say about parents, too. Because, like, so, like, we work for ourselves, too. And, like, one thing that, you know, when I started the podcast, my mom was, like, well, you know, like, what if no one wants to hire you? Because, and I was just like, well, what makes you want to think I'd work for that person? Yeah. You know, and that was kind of like the whole, like, and even for me, because I said it so flippantly, you know, and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't want to work for people who don't support things that make me healthy, you know, things that make me okay and feel better. Mm -hmm. I think it's also like a generational thing. Like our parents, like, they didn't switch jobs every few years as much as, or, you know, that's, they yeah. to something, Very you know, true. a career and just worked there, worked up or stayed the same or whatever it was, you know, and I, I think, um, I already had like broken to my parents, like my ability to switch jobs all the time. So, <laughs> so I think at that point they were just like, find something that makes you happy and something that you want to keep doing. Like they're like, yeah, the, the money thing. They're like, if you don't make a lot of money, my dad was like, I guess I'll just keep working. And he's like to help yeah. you. He's like, or I really hope you marry someone who's going to want to support you, you know? I right, like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about self-care. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, like, my point being, like, it, it's very hard for me to let myself stop because I let myself stop and it's like my parents are like, she's going to be homeless or die or, yeah. you know, whatever, or, like, or they're not thinking that and it's just me because it's been ingrained in me forever. Mm-hmm. So it is hard. It is hard to self self care. <laughs> yeah. I totally, so. yeah. I, and like, I, and I like the whole stopping thing too. Like I just resonate with that because it's like, I sometimes I'm like, what if I don't keep going? Like, what if that was my final go? <laughs> like oh I do gosh, that too. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> who knows? crazy out there add that to the pile I know we'll unpack that later maybe in 2022 (laughs) already got all the self-work lined up for 2021 (laughs) Uh, okay so 
We really like to play games, and we wanted to know if you wanted to play a strain name game. Sure. Yay. Okay, okay so <laughs> the strain name game is a game that we play with people, and essentially what it is is um, we will give you two different names of can or uh, so what two different words, two different names, and one of which is a cannabis. nail polish color, and then the okay. other is a cannabis strain name. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's cannabis. It's it's the strain name game. Ambient Are you gonna Co. tell me the brands of nail Super polish? Cool. Yeah. So you just have to tell us yeah. which one. Pick one and say what. You which think one it is. is? You can either yeah. you can align with. I think this one is weed. I think this one is nail polish. Mm-hmm. We're super loose about those rules because everyone decides to play it differently. So okay. if you want to tell us which you think is which. Yep. And then okay. we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And we've got. And you're just, um, okay. And you're just saying the names. Yeah. Okay. Five and room for a bonus if we Ooh, need it. <laughs> wonderful. All right. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Round one. Honolulu Haze or That's... Blue Mystic. Oh, okay, wait. So, so one is two... a cannabis yeah, one is a cannabis strain and one is a nail polish color. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna say blue mystic is the nail polish color. Um, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Oh, I wouldn't have picked dang. that one. What's and so you have the brand after it? So it's <laughs> Honolulu Haze is a nail polish color by Color Street. And Eunice is gonna try to trick you. Oh. Yeah, she's tricky. You guys are being sneaky. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be nice. <laughs> That's I like, why I have her do it. It'd be too easy. <laughs> I, I like I rabbit hole and do this like all night, like yeah. like I get into really these crazy rabbit holes with it. Okay. All right. Number two. Number two. Number two. Number two. Ready? Ready. Okay. Violet Delight or Violet Femmes? Oh my gosh. I feel like I know Violet Femmes is a nail polish color. I know it is. So let's, so yeah. That, yeah, okay. Yay! <laughs> I don't like also, it. It can also be a strain. And they're also a, a band, a group. No, that's yeah. a violent fan. Violent, sorry. Not violent. Yes. Violent. Violent. Uh, okay, Violet Delight is also a candy bar. <laughs> that's my fun. Oh. All right, we, we know stuff. Yeah. No, I didn't know about the violent fans. <laughs> um, okay, round three. We are one and one. Okay, one and one. Okay. Um, hibiscus sunrise or Bali sunset? Oof. Bali sunset, I'm pretty sure is an OPI color. You, well, it is a nail polish color. You are correct. So I, and also from Color Street. <laughs> Ooh, nice. That's okay. awesome. Okay, so you're two right, one wrong. Okay. Great job. Yes. You're doing wonderful. Okay. Ready? Yes. Where's my chauffeur? Or mm. where's my bike? Oh my gosh. I think where's my chauffeur is a nail polish color. You're right! Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's from Essie. Oh, I love this game. So fun. Okay. Ready? Um, yeah. Is this do. the last one? This is. This would be the four last five. of the regular round. Yeah, this is so like your four and one. Four, oh, three and one. Three and one. Three okay. And one. Okay, ready? There's... Yeah. Um, Black cherry soda or mint candy apple? Oh my god. Oh, they sound delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Black cherry soda. 
And what's the other one? Mint candy apple. Black cherry soda, mint candy. I'm gonna say, oh God, it's hard. I know, I know, I know. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, mint candy apple is a strain. No, that's actually oh, the nail polish okay. color that, from Essie. That's okay. Um, you're still, you're, in the, you're still, you're still good. You still won. Do you want to do one more? Let's do one more. Okay. One more. Um, okay. Moneymaker or Zillionaire? Oof. Oh, my God. I wouldn't know this one. I don't know this one. I, so I didn't even know the strain was a strain <laughs> for this one. Moneymaker and Zillionaire. Zillionaire. I feel like, uh... I have no idea. I would literally just talk to you. I'm gonna get it wrong. I feel like, okay. You already won, I, so there's no pressure. Yep. <laughs> I know, I know, like, there's anything on the line. Look at me. <laughs> I feel like Billionaire would be a good nail polish color. You are correct. Woo! You it did is, it! It's from C and D, shellac. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But Moneymaker, I was like, I didn't know that that was a strain. I yeah. haven't seen it. Because they're both yeah. actually really good nail polish names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much for playing Strain Name Game with us. Yay! I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having me. <laughs> too. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Send us off by telling us what you've got coming up. Tell us where we can get a hold of you. We'll have all of your uh, all of your information as a screen on it. But let us know what's coming up for you, how people can get in touch with you. You're seriously amazing. I can't wait to come to LA <laughs> to meet you. And yeah. <laughs> You guys are so sweet. Um, well, I have my website restock next Friday. Yay. So if you need masks or glasses chains, if you need cuticle oil, if you need lip balm, if you need press-on nails, um, I'm going to be releasing a new uh nail measuring kit on my website for just a couple bucks that you can add to your cart to make it easier to order your press-on nails when you're ready it's going to come with a coupon um yeah so I mean there's going to be a lot of that and then as far as like me doing nails in the future I really don't know because I don't think like I'm not able to like invest in starting up my own business again. And I don't want to do it in my home anymore, especially now that I have a roommate. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of weighing my options right now with that, but maybe uh, if there's a cannabis spa listening, you guys can reach out. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. Maybe I would. Make a I would. <laughs> we have to get a little further with our laws. <laughs> yeah, it's shocking in California too because mm-hmm. it's like you. We think of it as a very progressive, or at least very like accepted, like more so than even even other areas. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but yeah. recreational wasn't until mm-hmm. you know not that very long ago too. Yeah, and that's the hard thing. Like my options are, you know, going and working again in like a, a salon, like either a nail salon or a hair salon but I'm not able, whether it's my own salon or someone else's, like we're not at a place where I can offer that same environment that I was able Mm -hmm. to offer at home. Um, 
So yeah, but you know, like I'm riding that wave, so we'll see where it goes. But the good thing is I am able to still do all of my nail art with my press-ons and I offer custom so you can literally get anything you want. Yay. Um, yeah. I'll put them on. I could do that. That yeah. would work for me. I'll just cover all of this up. <laughs> you should Dude. do that and the stickers too, the gel polish stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. Who knows what's next? <laughs> you can, I'll test them for you. You can test them. I'll test them for your test. Your guinea pig. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time, Amby. I really appreciate it. It's so awesome to be able to speak with you. Yeah. This was so much fun. I really appreciate you guys reaching out to me. I really feel very loved and understood, and I'm glad. I'm, like, really happy to know that, like, these are like my internet friends swimming around <laughs> in my feed and that you guys are like real and yeah. you're cool real people. and I like you. I'm not consistent <laughs> about posting and not very good at it, but I am a real person <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. See, what did I tell you? Totally awesome. Make sure you're keeping in tune with Pop Moms Podcast by subscribing um, to our YouTube channel as well as um, any of the streaming sites that we have our content on. Um, we're really excited to do additional content this summer. Um, and if you have any questions, as always, reach out to potmomspodcast at gmail.com. See ya. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Are you looking for the next great cannabis business to invest in? Then you need to check out the MJ Bulls podcast. Hi, I'm Dan Humston. Join me each week as I speak to both cannabis entrepreneurs who are raising capital and cannabis investors who are investing capital. Our 10-minute episodes are perfect for the busy investor. Start listening to the MJ Bulls podcast today, wherever you listen to podcasts, and who knows, maybe you'll discover the next cannabis unicorn.